Good evening and welcome back to COJ Roleplaying. Tonight we have Steve LeBreton. Hello, hello. Michael Mason. Hola. Graham Brown. Evening all. Mark Russell. Hey. Also tonight we have two special guests with us. Our first guest, you can find her on her YouTube channel and her Facebook page, KLC Game Master. Everybody Hello. welcome, Kira. Hi again. <laughs> and our friend, Nico. Hello, Earth's finest. Woo! <laughs> All right. Uh, tonight, we have Kira coming in as a special guest playing the Raven Queen for this episode. Uh, let's have everyone... Except for our guests, roll a d20. 14. 3. 12. 11. Mark, can we get a full recap from the beginning, buddy? Oh, boy. All right. Let's see how good the old memory works. Let's start it off. We, we being Gideon the Wizard, sang the uh, Life Cleric Half-Orc of the Temple of Illmater. Elias, a rogue from Candlebeat. And... Oh, well. Nolfri, the hill dwarf gladiator, woke up on slabs. Mountain dwarf, excuse me. Woke up on slabs in some kind of dungeon without their gear, without their memories of where they were, who they were, and where they came from, and how they got there. They uh, proceeded to grab their gear. They still know what that was, and uh, made their way around the dungeon, eventually running into a horde of skeletons. While they were working on their plans for besieging this horde of skeletons led by a skeleton minotaur, or a skeletor, as I like to call them, <laughs> Nofri started to experience pain in his head, and then it blew the fuck up. He was uh, resurrected, though, by uh, an army of devil minions of Zeriel, and then could remember everything. So Gideon the wizard went off on his own and tried to perform a little bit of brain surgery, Everybody realized they had uh, cuts on the back of their head and figured out maybe bombs were put in there that were stopping them from remembering. He tried to cut it out and blew his own head off and was done. Uh, Nofri heroically slayed... I have a number here. How many? Five skeletons and 95% of the hit points on the Skeletor. <laughs> they collected a bunch of gold, about 300 or so pieces each, and... Uh, made their way out of the dungeon after defeating that Minotaur. Uh, wandering through the woods, they came across a small caravan of a vehicle guarded by a dragonborn named Hesha, who was escorting an old man on a wagon into a, not a town, a settlement that a cult of Paylor had started up. Joined the, uh, the remaining members of the party joined up, uh, or journeyed the rest of the way to the settlement, trying to figure out what was going on. They were told uh, by Jeffrey, wearing black robes, the uh, the cult historian, there was a necromancer named Felix at a place somewhere to the north that might be responsible for this. The, uh, the elders of the settlement asked us for a bit of help in recovering some of their foodstuffs and uh, religious icons that were off in their winter storage cage. So the party uh, took a, a squire from the village and <laughs> took him uh, on the trip with them uh, as their guide and squire where they went to look for this cave, killed a bunch of goblins on the way, and uh, Nulfri killed six and a giant spider. Made their way into the cave. There were more goblins. Nulfri killed an armored one. 
Uh, some tide of dire wolves, Nulfri killed one of those, and a giant rat that Nulfri killed. Eventually they found the, the boss orc, killed him too, and rescued their new best friend in the world, Carlos the Bugbear, uh, and pretended that they didn't kill his pet dire wolves accidentally. But then they took what they could with the wagons they had back to the settlement and uh, sort of employed uh, employed Carlos in the service of the village to guard them left the squire and journeyed towards nearest settlement being Neverwinter. All right. Arrived at Neverwinter. Uh, yeah. Oh, the the, uh, the settlement was called Shellington. They arrived at Neverwinter, checked out the Temple of Ilmater, asked around, uh, asked around the city guards to see what was going on. Nulfri, uh, because he got his memory back when he was resurrected, remember that's where he'd been abducted from after a, a victorious gladiatorial fight. So they went around asking. Eventually, uh, a fight was arranged by Hesha, where Hesha and Nulfri would take on. It ended up being three lizard folk and one silver dragon. And Nulfri killed one of the lizard folk, or incapacitated hit. And Hesha killed, or incapacitated, the silver dragon wormling. But they were both knocked unconscious. Uh, afterwards, in the healing tent, they made some friends with uh, little, uh, little, what's his name? Oh, shoot. Jimmy. Little Jimmy. Little Jimmy, the, the gnome gladiator, for some reason. And after a bit of a rest, went upstairs. Elias had stolen a lots of money from unsuspecting patrons and raised enough money to resurrect himself. So they had the high priest of Ilmater come up to our motel room, tried to do a little bit of brain surgery. The head exploded all over the place. Way too much explosion to have in a little room in an inn. But he was revived and the money was paid. And then we were kicked out of the inn, and then the town guards captured us, and they did not like that we were blowing up heads after asking about necromantic magic. So they kicked us out of town, and poor Hesha was out his commission shield. He'd spent all his money on a pretty sweet-looking shield. From there, we journeyed uh, south to Waterdeep along the tradeway, noticing now that uh, just in the little bit of time we had spent, there was a sign pointing to Shellington off the tradeway, so we can see already the settlement has been growing. On our way to Waterdeep, it was mostly uneventful, except for one night when we were camping and uh, attacked by a bunch of knife ears, or, or elves. But we killed them all. After that, made it into the town of Waterdeep, took a, a room at the Crown and Anchor Inn. Nofri and Hesha, or Nofri and, um, not Hesha, Nofri and Fang went to the docks to, to try and figure out what was going on. We learned that wizards were in the richer part of town, the churches were in the center part of town. All the while we were out going about our business, a few of us noticed ravens following us around. While Elias was having a bubble bath, he saw a raven in the window of his bathroom and killed it with a crossbow, I think. Horse joke. Oh, okay. When uh, Feng did get to the church and uh, was asking around, we met with uh, Lord Godfrey of the Moors, whose brother's head had blown up in water deep, uh, Lord Joseph of Hillsfar. <laughs> from uh, southwest of the Moon Sea. Now, that was near the Temple of Pelor. And uh, so Feng, uh, we, we arranged with them to, to join him the following morning, Lord Godfrey, to head south towards Daggerford, and then we were going to head up to the Black Road and then head east because we had learned a little more that there's a necromancer. Uh, necromancer. I've got his name written down here somewhere. Felix. Felix and his... Uh, Successor, probably Timmy. And we, we are of the understanding that they might be near Whitehorn, 
just uh, east and north of the border for us. So our plan as a, a party right now is to take the, the trade road down past water deep until we can get on to what becomes the Black Road and head up that way. So uh, Elias has made sure that we are just full of provisions, uh, more than a month's worth uh, of water and food and wagon stuff. So we're about to head out. When Fang went into the church, uh, donated everything he had to his uh, order and tried to perform brain surgery on himself, blowing his own head up. But it turned out the high priest was not around at the time to resurrect him. So he stayed dead, dead. So same day, we're still waiting for the next morning to leave with uh, Lord Godfrey to head south. And we're in the tavern, the Crown and Anchor, where we're having dinner and going to spend the night. And I think that brings us up to where we are now. So you did do the review then? No, no, I just keep notes every week. Oh, one amendment. It was actually a cleric of Baylor that raised me. Okay. But other than that, everything was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Feng died before you met Lord Godfrey. Oh, okay. Oh, you know All what? All right, so some, some minor things were wrong, but it, it was still okay. And, and Hesha did a whole bunch of stuff that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't in my notes. <laughs> All right. We, we found Lord Godfrey because of Hesha. <laughs> right, right. The military. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. this evening, we open up into a dark throne room where we watch two servants walk up to the throne. Sitting upon the throne, we see a attractive woman dressed in black feathered cloak. She stands up to, as her servants bow. Please be careful. You might hit your nose on the floor bending so low. Welcome, my servants. Hello, my queen. I've summoned you here today because there's a matter of a task I need done. The champions I've been watching, they're in water deep. And Skidgen, you, you may know them. In any case, the two of you are to head there at once. Yes, my queen. Anything, my queen. Hmm. As she finishes with her servants, her servants turn and leave the throne room and fly to Waterdeep. Karaka, fly to the Temple of Palor? Tempest. To meet a cleric named Darius. You there. I seek the one they call Darius. Do you know where I can find him? I'm like in my quarters in my room in the temple. Yeah. Something like that. Can I cast Detect Magic and see what this raven's all about? You detect magic? The raven has an aura about it. Uh, dark magic. The school, right? Evocation, uh, abjuration. Aura of transmutation. Who, okay, so back on point. To the raven, who's asking? I am a mere servant of the raven queen. You're in the temple of the war god. Are you sure you want to be here? I am doing as I am told by my queen. I am Darius. Is there something the Raven Queen desires? The Queen of Ravens desires a meeting with you, Darius. That can be arranged. What's in it for me? Perhaps she may be of assistance, if you ask. Perhaps. Very well. I will meet with your queen, my fine feathered friend. It is a pleasure to meet you. We will soon see each other again. As Karaka leaves the temple, Elias, Hesha, and Nulfri are sitting at the (coughs) bottom, and the door bursts open. 
As you look, you see a familiar face. Gideon has just walked through the door. You can't be here. You're you're dead. Nulfrey, he's he's dead. How can he be here? I'll explain it all in a moment. But first, could I get a nail over here, please? Aye. He comes and sits down and says, Uh, it's been, it feels like months, though it's only as far as I know been maybe a couple of weeks. I haven't sat down and rested and it feels like forever. How are you here? Last I saw, your head was exploded in a dungeon, and you were locked in a room with a bunch of skeletons. Yes, I uh, I apologize that there was no, that I gave no word as to uh, what I was doing. In hindsight, I probably should have. But uh, I felt like some experimentation into the devices in uh, our heads needed to be done, and I was unwilling to do to anyone else what my former master had done to me. So I did it to myself. And, uh, well, yes, my head exploded and I died. Um, I am now in the employ of the the Raven Queen. Do you remember where you were kidnapped from and by who? I still have no memories. In fact, now that I'm in the employ of uh, the Raven Queen, my memories seem to be getting foggier by the day. As soon as my ale uh, shows up, I'm going to slug half of it back, put the tankard down. My uh, my queen wishes the audience with the three of you. Uh, who are you, by the way? My name is Hesha. All right. Well, the three of you, my uh, my queen wishes to meet with you. She uh, She feels like your path and her goals might align. Our path has us leaving in the morning with a, a caravan we've uh, we've arranged travel with. Can we meet with her soon? She will meet you tonight. Where? In your dreams. Well, um, what does she want? That is between you and her. I'm just a messenger. Well, then let's drink so sleep comes soon. Cheers. Gideon, uh, finish... Gideon finishes his ale and then gets up and says, I must go. As you stand up, Karaka opens the door, looking for you. Where did you go? uh, Providing the uh, message that uh, our queen had uh, asked. Shall we away? Yes, we shall return home. Later, gents. Uh, Nice to see you. I feel like we'll see each other again. And Gideon leaves. As you sit there, confused, pondering on what just happened, seeing a dead friend come sit at your table and share drink with you, you come to the realization he didn't pay for his drink. (laughs) (laughs) What are you three doing? Uh, that really just happened? I feel like I'm missing some significance. He was Hesha. with us when we woke up, Hesha. His head exploded in the dungeon. He's dead. Okay, that fills he, in the gaps. He was left in a room that we had locked a whole bunch of skeletons in to get out safely. Yeah, he's, um, he's, uh, supposed to be dead. Well, clearly not. Clearly. Seems to be both alive and thirsty. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, so I guess we're meeting the Raven Queen in our, in our dreams this evening. Nice of her to give us warning. Mm-hmm. She did. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> she is a god. They don't always think of these things. It was very polite. <laughs> so, as you finish up for the evening and retire to your rooms, I'm going to have Mike and Steve and Mark mute and kill all your audio so you cannot hear Graham. Darius, as you fall into your slumber, you wake up in a dreamlike state, what looks like to be a dark throne room, and upon a throne sits the Raven Queen, patiently waiting. I will approach the throne and go down to one knee. Mighty goddess, I am both pleased and humbled to be in your presence. Hello, darling. Good evening to you. I'm intrigued, mighty queen, for if your divine reach is permitted to touch me this way, the god of war Tempest must approve. Mm, well, we certainly haven't been quarreling. You know, I've had my eye on you and your companions. I've seen your wares and your wives. But I'd like to get straight from the, from, from the mouth, as it were. Do get up. Thank you, my queen. Your servant intimated that I may receive a boon if I acquiesce to your need. Mm, that is certainly a possibility. Uh, your divine reach spans the domains of life and death. I ask that I be able to access your power over death as I am now. Mm. And should you cont- continue to serve me, to honor me, perhaps this, yes, I would grant you this. You seek. That's a bold quest. I'm the best kind of cleric there is. I'm the practical kind. That's oh. why I believe you sought me out. Sharp mine, too. What is it you need, Raven Queen? What is it you desire from me? Darling, there's the matter of the undead. Frankly, I'm quite sick and tired of it. And I've chosen you and some others to be my champions. To stop this influx of death into the lands. Surely you will be quite capable of it, and even more so shall I grant you this boon. Can you be more specific, Raven Queen? In the undead, undead can be found throughout the land. Is there something particular about this which has disturbed you? This is the proliferation of undead and their motive. Well, the the living have ever waged war against the undead, so this is right up my alley, as the humans say. What so? I believe I can serve you in this matter, mighty goddess. We can have an accommodation. An answer I'm relieved to hear. Good. I should think you will find your new powers to be quite useful, and I hope they will be to your liking should you train them well. I will put them to the best use I know how, laying the undead. Yes, and I will be watching. Your existence is to collect memories and strong emotions. Surely this quest that you set me on will provide those. It will be positively tantalizing. As you finish up with the Raven Queen, you 
feel the vision leaving, and now you are sleeping. I'll get my 40 winks. As Hesha falls asleep, he wakes up in a dreamlike state and notices he's in a giant throne room. Upon a throne at the end is the Raven Queen, posed and ready for your audience. I'll walk forward to an acceptable distance away from the throne. Give my best bow. Good evening to you. Come here. I don't bite. I'll, uh, I'll move up. What can I do for you? Uh, I'm sorry. Your grace, my queen. I, I am the Raven Queen. And I'm here visiting you tonight in hopes that in exchange for a boon, you might acquiesce to a favor. On my hmm. behalf, of course. What would this favor be? I'm looking for champions, and I think I've found one in you. There's been an influx of undead into the land, in a number that is insurmountable by those of the living, and I would like you to fight them in my name. I would be willing to do this. Splendid. I had hoped as much. And in return? And in return? What would you ask? Uh... I'm feeling generous. All I ask in return for helping you defeat these uh, undead is means to protect my fellow compatriots better than I've been able to thus far. So, perhaps it's shields? Yes, that would work. That would be the shield that these undead armies will smash themselves against. Yes, music to my ears, darling. You shall have a black shields and metal with raven feathers and a raven head at the center with the beak that protrudes from the metal, damaging those foes that you fight in your wake. Yes, that'll work nicely. A replacement for the shield I lost. I did notice that. Thank you, my queen. Any time. I shall be watching. And as you finish with the raven queen... You uh, fall into your slumber and return to sleep. Excellent. As Nilfri is falling to sleep, he wakes up into a dreamlike state in a dark throne room. And at the end on the throne sits the Raven Queen, waiting for your audience. Well, step on up then. Nilfri approaches. You, I hope I haven't disturbed your rest. <laughs> no, no I, uh, I had a couple extra drinks. To make sure I would meet you sooner. Splendid. Well, then you should know that I've sought out this audience in hopes of having you do a favor for me in my name. A favor for you? Yes. Should you yes. oblige, I'd be willing to offer you a boon. Whatever you'd ask. Oh well, I uh, I'm a gladiator. You might already know. I'm I'm kind of famous. I uh, yes. I'm not, I'm not the best gladiator yet, though. I, I'm pretty good with my heavy armor, but I'd really like to master it. I think that would that would help me and and help my glory. Yeah, mm, mastery so of like my heavy armor would be would be. You'd like to increase the, your skills. I would. Oh, I can surely do that with ease, and I think you would need it to fight the undead as my champion. Yeah. Would you do that in exchange for it? Yeah. yeah. I would. Yes. Wonderful. You know, I quite like you. I think you'll do well. Thank you. I quite like you, too. 
I will be watching you. And the uh, rest I hope of I understand my you. As you finish up, Nilfri, you fall back to sleep. Elias, as you ready yourself for bed and you fall asleep, you wake up in a dreamlike state. Uh, you enter into a what looks like to be a dark throne room, and at the end sits a throne, and upon it sits the Raven Queen. Hello, I heard you wanted to speak with us. Hello, young lad. Please step on up so I can see you. He steps forward. Yes, I did want to speak with you. I am in need of champions to fight the undead. Okay. Should you decide to be my champion, I can offer you anything you'd like. I'm all ears. Um, what does it cost me to be your champion? What does it cost you? Yes. Loyalty? A vow to do your word as my champion? For sure that you don't want to see these lands ravaged by the undead. The mortals simply cannot keep up, and I'm tired of seeing that. It's to my distaste. Well, I mean, I don't like undead as much as the other person, but I, I'm talking about, like, my immortal soul enslaved to you if I agree to become your champion? No, that would be level two, I guess. <laughs> so... What you're saying is you want me to kind of continue on doing what I've already been doing is dealing with this necromancer who's been putting bombs in people's heads and killing undead, which since I had woken up without my memory, I've been doing anyway. And you, that's why I've come to you last. It's all you already got a head start. But, but don't get cheeky now. You, this is a difficult task that is ahead of you. Okay. You, you must continue on. As you've done, but you'll do it in my name and with my blessing. I will be watching over you along the way, and you will have my strength and whatever you may ask of me. Whatever I may ask of you. Mm. Surely there must be something. And you wouldn't insult a goddess by being unreasonable. Well, no. Um, I guess the best thing to help in dealing with this would be knowledge. I would like mm. to be more skilled. Oh, I would agree with that. Anyone could certainly benefit with more skills. Consider it's done. Thank you. Meditate on the three skills that you would like to grow, and you will find them. All right. Um, here? Along the way. Or now. I could get us a cup of tea. Okay. I could use some tea. Does it actually work as tea in here? As she kind of looks, or he kind of looks around. You at least get the effect. All right. Is there a table or anything around? She points to the Raven Messenger that has just brought tea manifest, and it will just float over to you. Thank you. Now, child, young one, those skills, three things you would like to grow in power. Well, since we're going to have a long sojourn ahead of us, I think the ability to be able to make it in the wilderness would be wise. The ability to survive and also help others survive. Um, knowledge of the arcane arts is always an important thing. Uh, and the ability to read someone else's motives, I think, would also be very helpful. Done, done, and done. Okay. I agree. These are all things that will benefit you in your journey as my champion. How is that tea, by the way? Good. I'll be watching you. Thank Enjoy you. Enjoy your new talent. I will.
as you finish <laughs> with the Raven Queen, you fall back into your slumber. All right. All right. Morning rises. As you wake up, you feel refreshed. Had to have been the best sleep you've had. And as you ready, Hesha sees his item. Excellent. Elias feels knowledge. Darius learns and feels knowledge. And Nulfri thinks he's invincible. <laughs> Not news. <laughs> Did, isn't he always think? <laughs> Nothing's changed. What the hell? As the sun peers through your windows, you hear what sounds to be horses and a carriage pulling up to the inn. Is my, uh, is my window, the window of my room, is it facing the front rows, the roadway? Yes. I, uh, pull back the curtain and look out. Lord Godfrey is climbing out of his carriage. Huh. Thought we were I'll, meeting him at the gate. I'll be, um, getting oh, well. myself ready, uh, freshening up, using my mage hand to make certain everything's tucked in and ready to go. Yep. Get on my, get on my armor and, uh, Fresh tabard. I'll head downstairs. All shiny. And I'm going to grab a quick bite to eat before I am ready to go. And then I'll head to the stable to get the hour wagon and horse prepped and ready. Horses. Because I think I have three of them now, right? I believe so, yes. I'm going to go down and meet Lord Godfrey. I forgot Lord Godfrey's voice. I'll give a wave to Hesha as he comes down. As I finish up my food, I'm going to go get the wagon, okay? Sounds good. Hesha's got a nice shiny black shield on his back now. Does it have spikes? It has a uh, a raven's beak poking out of the uh, center of the shield. Oh, Hesha, how are you this morning? I'm doing well, sir. Are you guys all ready to go? We will be shortly, I believe. All right. Um as I was walking out to to greet you, I saw that uh, Elias was uh, in the common room having his breakfast. Uh, I have not yet seen Nulfri, but I will uh, fetch him in a moment. You're ready got, to go, I see? We are, but I got word that we are taking on a cleric as well. Interesting. Uh, he should be arriving shortly. And this is and this is where I don't tell Graham what he's doing. <laughs> Darius is uh, at the temple. A soldier comes walking into the temple. I am looking for a Darius. I'll go over and introduce myself. Uh, Darius Grundon. Good morning, Darius Grundon. I am a guard of Lord Godfrey of the Moors. He has requested a cleric. To join us on our trip back to Hills Far. All right, I'll gather up my stuff and go with the guard. The guard is outside the temple, <sighs> awaiting you. Okay. With a horse. All right. I do have animal handling, so I can ride it. Dwarves don't ride horses. If Tolkien's taught us anything. Yeah, well, I need to definitely get up. And he if escorts Tolkien you. Taught us anything. Dwarves don't ride horses, and women don't exist from the neck up. If you read, anyway. Okay, so as head off with the guard. The guard escorts you to the south gate. Says we will be waiting for our caravan there. 
How many people are in this caravan, my good man? Uh, there is the Lord, his four guards, and a group of three travelers. What can you tell me about these three travelers? One traveler is a dragonborn. We have a dwarf. Oh, good. And a human? Human, young noble. Yeah. All right, so we'll wait. Elias, your caravan is all set up, or your uh, carriage is all set up with the horses. You meet up with Lord Godfrey, and you guys travel to the south gate. As you're traveling to the south gate, the Lord says, our cleric should be there waiting for us with a guard of mine. Okay. Excellent. And as you approach the south gate, you notice a guard in his colors and a individual on a horse. I um, hand the reins to the one horse over to Hesha and the other one over to Nulfri. Okay. Hesha's going to look like he's riding a pony. <laughs> no, that would have been like taken into riding an elephant. That would have been taken into account when he had purchased the horses. One that would be big and stout for Hesha, and one that might be on a little bit of the smaller side for Nulfri. Looks, looks like Moyle from the uh, Wheel of Time riding a horse. <laughs> <laughs> now, Graham, do you want to describe Darius? Yes. So Darius Grundon has black eyes, tan skin, and black hair. Stands a mighty four foot five and has chainmail and, you know, the usual cleric things. He has a shield with an upright flaming sword on it. And you can see he's carrying a warhammer and a bladed morning star, among other weapons. Well, uh, uh, his weapons, and then he's got a pack. Okay. Bearded, of course. Dwarves, have, dwarves haven't invented sh- uh, razor technology yet. <laughs> We can make sharp swords, but we don't know how to make sharp items to cut our beards. Nope. Haven't figured it out. And Nofri, you want to describe your character? Nofri is 123 years old, a medium-sized dwarf at 4'8", 194 pounds, with long gray hair, heavy armor, and a shield that he stole from the skeleton cave, and fur boots and a cloak on top. Hesha. Uh, blue-scaled dragonborn, very, very large individual, probably close to seven foot, somewhere in the neighborhood of 300 pounds. Um, he's wearing chainmail. He's got a white tabard with a stylized, uh, looks like a European, or sorry, not a European, a, an Eastern dragon in an S, uh, shape on his uh, tabard, and he is carrying a black metal shield with what appear to be raven feathers along the edges, and the head and beak of a raven poking out the center. Uh, He has a trident on his back, uh, as well as a longbow, and he has a flail at his uh, hip. And Elias. Elias is short for a young a uh, 16-year-old male human sitting at about five foot three, wearing fine clothes. Slung across his back is a short bow with a quiver. On his one hip, he has a dagger. On his other hip, he has a rapier. He walks with a satchel with a tome in it and a uh, quarterstaff in hand. He is vibrant, red-haired, 
fairly pale for a fellow with freckles across his face. As the caravan approaches, the guard at the south gate gallops to Lord Godfrey's carriage and reports it. Ah, guys, my guard said we're ready to go. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Ready when you are. So I reach back and I slap one of the barrels of water behind me. I'm ready for this track. All right, the trip is going to be long, but hopefully fruitful. And you guys leave out the south gate. Now, which way were you guys wanting to go? Yeah, we want to head south to Daggerford with uh, Lord Godfrey's party. And then we're going to double back north just a little bit to get on what becomes the Black Road, the dotted line on your map. Okay. And that's going to take us close to uh, the Dragonspine Mountain. The Dragon's Pine. (laughs) Remember? (laughs) That's right. Dragon, he's guarding that tree, damn it. (laughs) Right. You guys are laughing, but wait till you get there. (laughs) Uh, Two by fours in that tree, come on. That's gold nowadays. Christ. God. All right. Anyway, Darius will introduce himself to the other members of the party. Hello. So I'm Elias. Uh, Hesha, is it? Yes. I uh, see, um, I can't help but notice there's a lot of, there's a raven theme going on with that big shield you're carrying. Yes. It's a recent uh, acquisition. Yeah, so um, I assume you've talked to uh, our divine friend who lives in a very shadowy fortress in the netherworld. Do you mean the Raven Queen? That's it. I like this guy. He's direct. I saw her last night. He asked me to be her champion. Ah, <laughs> we're all on the same uh, no, This is good. This is better than than most mortals know. You know why? Because most mortals don't talk to a god? The gods are making deals. And when gods make deals, we can benefit. Oh, just ask my sword. Hmm. I don't think that's from a god, though, is it? Yes. To answer your question, I have uh, been speaking with the Raven Queen. Yeah. The ancient scrolls teach that she's insane. But, hey, if it benefits us lowly mortals, who cares? I can agree with that. Uh, so where are we going? Uh, we are going to accompany Lord Godfrey um, south to Daggerford. So he's the Lord Godfrey here in the carriage. Is he the brains of the operation? Um, he's the money. He's 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 the one that uh, we are traveling with on the road to our destination. We are not. Uh, he's not a champion like us. I see. At least I don't think so. He's just the executive producer of this little trip. Yeah. yeah. Um, his, uh, we stumbled across him and uh, made arrangements to travel with him yesterday. Uh, his brother suffered from a similar malady that afflicted our group uh, earlier. Uh, all will be explained on the road. In more detail. Many maladies afflict us mortals. Clerics are very well aware of this. And paid very well for your services. Well, you know, there are the pious bastards out there who do it for free. I'm not one of them. Oh, <laughs> the loud part quiet and the quiet part loud. I know what that's like. 
I also don't generally work for free. All right, well, let's head out then. As you guys are leaving the gates, guards are waving goodbye to your caravan. As you are traveling down the road. Uh, how, big is this, how big is this group? So there's the carriage, there's, there's the guards. There are, it's a carriage. The Lord has four guards. There is a cart with the group in it, and that's it. We're, we're not on horseback? Well, you guys are on horseback, yes. Okay. So, Godfrey's carriage, our group's cart with our supplies, and us on horse. And I'm driving the cart. Okay. We need to, we need to hire a comedically dry, um, wagon driver. <laughs> Jeeves. Like Stephen, like Stephen Wright? <laughs> we need a Jeeves. We're being attacked by orcs. Not again. Okay. All right. So we are traveling down the trade way. You guys are passing the forests. You guys traveled about a good day's travel. All right. And it looks like the Lord's guards are starting to slow down and looks like they're beginning to prep for the night. Make camp? Yeah. They've gotten off the beaten road, and essentially they're pulled off to the shore. You are on the south side of the R-Deep Forest. and in the road? Not just yet. And the guards have set up camp for the Lord. All right, yeah. I guess we'll make camp. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm going to use my survival skill to... Go out and gather some resources for us to try and not dip into our rations and such like that right at this moment. Waffles. He's going looking for waffles. All right. Make that roll. 22. All right. You like, managed to find yourselves. I think that berries. gives me enough to feed five people, right? Blueberries. You managed to be able to gather berries. Some leaves and salad. some dandelions. Ooh, salad. Do I happen to nab a rabbit along the way too, or anything? Then tell me you wanted a rabbit. That's not foraging. <laughs> I didn't say specifically foraging. Yeah, you managed to find some rabbit. Okay, this I'll bring it back and make blue waffles. Jesus. Um. I will come back. I will start preparing some food over the campfire for everybody. A nice rabbit stew with a dandelion and blueberry leaf salad. Pesha. Yeah. Gourmet. Pesha is going to uh, confer with um, uh, Godfrey's guards on setting watch. Uh, they said they'll take care of watch. Okay. Cool. All right. Darius, what are you doing for the Oh, pray, pray to my God, of course, the usual. But um, you know what I'm going to do? I'm busting up the brewer's supplies <laughs> and seeing what I can brew up here. All right. For uh, camaraderie. What would what would this be? Survival? No. Uh, it would be your brewer's uh, I have a brewer's supply kit, which yeah, gives you right. proficiency in the role, but yep. I'm not sure what the role is. 
D20. And yeah, then add your and then add your proficiency. Twelve. Yes, twelve. Alright. You are building something. What can we quickly brew here over the fire? Potato um, wine. We've got some berries. We've got berries, we could try. I mean in your in your kit you're probably gonna have a um yeast and all that stuff. Like what are they called? A carboy. <clears throat> I hope well, cardboard's like five gallons. Well, no, you can get little ones. I've I've got a I've got one that's like that big, holds like two liters, I think. So you basically you'll do all the preparation for your uh, your brew, and then just set it in the cart to ferment. Yeah, give it a give it a little while. The waiting stage. And no free. What are you doing for the evening? Finding uh, an innocent creature to murder to blood up my sword. Alright. Roll survival. Survival. Plus zero. Uses wisdom. Wisdom get plus one. Seventeen. Alright. You managed to also find yourself a rabbit. Excellent. I'll kill it and then we can cook and eat it. I would like you to roll to hit. <laughs> oh, that was just to find. Okay. Fine, whatever. <laughs> this little rabbit's quick. Okay, that's very, very good point. It ends up, it's an incarnation of the rabbit god. Wait, what? Does an eight hit? No. No, they're <laughs> little bastards. All right, well, let's, let's continue this game for a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Go and chase the rabbit down, are you? Yep. All right. <laughs> it takes its turn to scoot away. Oh, I've got to be at least as fast as a rabbit, right? Uh, <laughs> rabbit speed is 40 feet. Yeah, that's uh, 15 more than mine, so we're pretty close. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe you. <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to show you what rabbit it was. Oh. I get the stats for the rabbit for uh, Search for the Holy Grail. That's awesome. I've got the brewer supplies thing here. It's actually wisdom. Oh, is it wisdom? It's wisdom, yes. Did it make, did it make the roll any better? It would because my okay. wisdom is plus five. Oh, well, then there you go. Damn. So it's fermenting real good then. Yeah, so if I – you need two rolls. All right. You need you, – uh, where is it? I just had it. <clears throat> you must succeed on two wisdom checks in order to properly brew a beverage of your choice. Okay, so the first one is 19. And the second one is 17. Okay. And we're making ice cap ale. We need sour fruits, so we'll assume the berries. That yep. the sour fruit. berries? Ice All cap right. ale. Alrighty. So that is sitting on the cart fermenting. And no free is chasing a rabbit. Mm-hmm. All right. You guys managed to eat. You guys had a good time. There was a little bit of singing from the guards. And now they're prepping for their night watches. Lord Godfrey sat by the campfire with you guys, enjoyed the meal, and he is going to retire to bed. Good evening, gentlemen. Today was a good day. Hopefully we can get further tomorrow. Have a good night. The guards will wake us up at the crack of dawn. And then he sits back, or uh, gets up and heads to his tent. And what are you guys doing for the rest of the evening? 
How many hours are still dawn? Ten. See if I can join some uh, some of his uh, party around a fire for some drinks. Well, the only people around the fire now are you guys. Oh, well, then I already joined my party around the fire for drinks. <laughs> and whichever guards are on duty for... Yeah, yeah and then the guards are, that are set up for the watches. Elias is going to make a little spot on his wagon to sleep. Yep. Cover himself over with uh, a blanket and such. Head off to bed. All right. Are you prepping yourself? Yes. He will go off on his own for a little bit and get himself prepped up. And then he'll come back and head to bed. As you are off by yourself prepping, you hear giggles. Going to look around? You don't see nothing. Where do the giggles seem to be coming from? Uh, It seems like it's coming just on the inside of the forest. I will quickly finish up what I'm doing, and I'm going to head back, and I'm going to advise the guards to be wary. I think there are some fey creatures lurking on the in the shadows around the camp. Thank you. We'll uh, keep an eye out. I heard the giggles. And I will also let um, my group of friends know, Nulfree and Hesha, and who was the new cleric again? Darius. 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 Just so you know, I think there's something creeping around there, maybe fey oriented It was giggling at me while I was getting prepped for bed. And on that note, we will end it there. Thank you for joining us this evening. We are COJ Roleplaying. Tonight, we had Steve LeBreton. Good night, everybody. And Graham Brown. Hey, Carol. Michael Mason. Hasta la vista, baby. And Mark Russell. I didn't get to kill anything again. And we had special guests with us this evening. Uh, Kira from KLC Game Masters. Hey, that was great. If you want, go ahead and uh, plug yourself. Where else can we find you? Sure. Sure, sure. So I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube as KLC Game Master. And I have three active Vampire the Masquerade games that are actual plays up on my YouTube. And our DM, Goose, is actually a player in one of those. Or, yeah, one. Uh, I've got <laughs> L.A., New Orleans, and San Diego. And uh, we also had our buddy Nico come in this evening with us. It's been a pleasure with you gentlemen and ladies. Right. Thanks for coming out. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can reach us at cojroleplaying or at uh, gmail.com. Uh, we are on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. And as of the recording of this video or on the podcast, we got word that we are now on Apple Podcasts. Uh, thank you for joining us and have a good evening.